Maybe I will. Hold on. Give me one. <laughs> Give me a second to sort this shit out. Hold on. I've already got that. <laughs> you got your time. I got that. It's wonderful. God damn. Are you having a good day so far? Yeah. I it's been, I like I called you as soon as I woke up. Oh, okay. So it's been yeah, short. I've already gotten up and Jen went and got us all brute uh Starbucks brulee lattes. There you go. And uh some chicken biscuits. That was good. All right, we ready? Um and I'm and I'm ready. I'm ready for Yuletide cheer. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and ho, 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 uh, in front of my wandering eyes, what should appear, <laughs> then a Seth Ford, and a stride a reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I've had a, a, a really, really good couple of days. Seriously. Good. Yeah, very good. And, and you as well, I would hope. Yeah, work has been insane. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it's fine. I mean, everybody, you know, in any kind, if there's anything I've ever learned about like an office setting, an office life, is that this is the time where people that work in an office don't work much. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so if you work like kind of office to office, uh-huh. then you're usually okay and everything is nice and easy. However, when you still work, with customers, um, oh, well, it's different. usually still pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of people have taken time off, which is good and fine. They are with their families. They've worked their ass off all year to get to now to be able to take a week or two off. To now. Um, and But it has largely fallen on me and a couple of other people at my job to kind of like help hold everything together in the meantime. So it's been hectic. Are um, the customers any more cheerful? Uh, or would you say that they are more grouchy in Seth, at the That's at a the, very good question. I mean, it depends on the customer, obviously. Right. We've had a number of them who have been fine mm-hmm. and it's been business as usual. However, with the added stresses, mm-hmm. as you would come to expect with the holiday season, uh, with people's debit cards getting eaten by ATM machines <gasps> and people, you know, getting scammed happens a lot. Um, you know, I would tell our listeners to be extra vigilant around the holidays because, you know, all of those, uh, all those fraudsters and scammers, this is the time where they make their money so they can buy their gifts. Remember they're, they're buying stuff for their special someone's as well. Yes. So, you know, make sure that you are mindful of, um, you know, of any kind of bullshit. Uh, and you know, oh, always, I, uh, yeah, I won't, uh. I won't go into all the what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Um, <laughs> Was but, that what this podcast is? Yeah. No, yeah, it's not. No, but you are definitely saying that the Grinch factor rises. Yes. Come this time. Of absolutely. Year. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just a bad time for some people all around. But overall, it has been a good day. I get a three day weekend. Yeah. It is. We are recording here on Christmas Eve. Yeah. You and I, you were nice enough to carve out some time. I am sitting um, here with Cookie in my beard. He is. Yes. He's got crumbly bumblies in that beard. I do. Cookies, courtesy of Kyle Ann Brechneider. Kyle Ann. And uh, she made some delicious cookies. And I like to share in my wealth. Yes. I gave you one of those cookies. Uh, very, very tasty. We did uh, Christmas tamales, which I brought to you. I hope I, I'm, I've learned that it's the very first time I've ever made them, and I know that there are things that I can improve on the second time around Good. to make them even better. But I'd have to say that the first batch is at least acceptable. I brought those over for you. Thank you. And it's just been a very merry and festive Yuletide. It's been a good Christmas year. There have been bad ones, and this one's been very good. I would like to officially call an end to the shopping and the insanity and just say that the next two and three days for you and I respectively will now just be days of rests, hot cocoa, joy, beautiful Mm. weather, and festive spirits. Speaking of beautiful weather, my friend, it is 41 degrees out, which (laughs) for Florida, it is chilly is, a, is for us floridians a gift yeah and it, yeah. and i mean and for added um you know for added texture here for added you know 
what we're going through. It is almost high noon. It's 1130. So <sighs> 41 seems like it's going to be the high. A guy that I grew up with sent he the only time he ever puts anything on Facebook it's weather updates mm -hmm. and last night he put one up saying that it was negative 38 in Bozeman Montana Oof. and I was like you know why even why even bother man why even <laughs> that's just ridiculous <laughs> so please don't if you're listening to this you're up and you know north of uh, north of Orlando don't don't be jealous don't be angry at us we're not bragging it's just that we don't get to feel anything like this Almost at all. I was talking to some some friends last night, Nick uh, Williams and his wife, and mm -hmm. you know, explaining that even when it gets into like the the seventies or sixties, people will feel lucky to bust out because everyone looks better bundled up. Yeah, it is. I a, do. It is a wonderful time for fat people because when everyone is bundled up, everyone looks chunkier. Suddenly, there's a level playing and field. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you put on just like a light hoodie, and you're like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I'm bundled up too. Yeah. We're all bundled up." And it it, it kind of like it, everyone just looks good in layers. Sixty is cozy here, so we're we're lucky to be able to even if you're sweating a little bit uh, to put on a hat, you know, a a, a, a knit cap, mm -hmm. um, you know, a jacket, <clears throat> uh, the Ugged boots. Mark in his knit Patriots cap, <laughs> I in my fedora. Yes, exactly. Yes. Settle down for a warm winter ska. Uh, but we're not here to talk about any of this nonsense. Merry we Christmas did. to you. Merry Christmas to uh, you. Happy uh, holidays, whatever you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate at all, go fuck yourself. Well, I mean that in a sweet. I hope in, that you I, find I mean that in a holiday way. I, <laughs> a merry go. Fuck a happy yourself. happy go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we are here today to talk about the, in my opinion, atrocious Christmas song, "Wonderful Christmas Time." By Macca, a.k.a. Sir Paul McCartney. Your eyes are already bugging out of your head. They are, kind of. We have talked about how much we both love the Beatles, and I do love the Beatles. We oh, have talked well, about... that goes without saying. We both love the Beatles. Yes, yeah. yes absolutely. And, uh, you know, time. as much as I am not... He is not my favorite individual Beatle when it comes to solo stuff. Um, he's not my... He's not my favorite. He's not my least favorite. Um, and I, I can recognize that he has catchy stuff and good stuff. He's obviously one of the ba best songwriters of the 20th century. And bass players. Um, and bass players. Hell yeah. yeah. A guitarist turned bassist is, in my opinion, almost always one of the best bass players you can have. Mm. And uh, Mike, Mike Cosden, Mike Cosden. Uh, is, I, I would put it in that camp. It just gives you a certain, um, you know, way of looking at the instrument and melody, I think. Um, but... I, I digress. This no, no, is not... no. There is something to be said. After he announced last week that we were doing this song, he and I, when the when the recording stopped, went had what I consider to be probably one of the best musical conversations that I've had in years. In that, um, you know, how he feels about post Beatles uh, solo stuff, and he is me, by the way. And yes, he is 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 Mark. Yes. Um, it, it's it, we both had we both have very strong opinions about post Beatles music. And, you know, uh, you kind of expressed that you felt that there was probably a stronger output from from uh, John and, and, and George. And I have the I am of the opinion I am a Paul McCartney fan from beginning to end. I think everything that he ever did, not ever did. I, I do want to take a second to say that there are a couple of songs. We went over all this, but it was. I, I'm a I'm a I'm of the of the camp that that thinks that Paul McCartney was a little bit better. He's more along the lines of John and George, um, but it was a great conversation. Now, like I said, that does not necessarily mean that everything that he did that Paul put out was gold. And the song that we're doing today is definitely not gold. It's one of the weaker songs, but in a strange way, maybe it's just the fact that I listen to it with my family and it comes on and my kid sings it. It's endearing to me. That does not mean it does not have bad lyrics because it does. Yeah, it it, it certainly does. Um, and uh, it's uh, it the the song is bad. I think <laughs> the lyrics are bad. I'll I'll admit it's a bad song. And I mean, I let's mean, just let's just go ahead and I'm song. just going to tell you now, we're doing the full song. So there's there's a shortened yeah. version of this. Yeah. And there should have been because the original <laughs> version is. Uh, <coughs> I would go so far as to say that it is um, 
dangerous <laughs> to have a song. It's four minutes and 17 seconds, which does not sound like a long time. Mark, do you think that along with the alcohol, the bad company at your Christmas party, and the long country drive home, this song was playing when somebody crashed their car more Absolutely. than a few times? Absolutely. As they're sitting there weeping, hearing this. <laughs> Some of it I mean, may have just because been because they hit a, a patch of black ice. Could it be the synthesizer? Some of it, some of it may have been someone's <laughs> decision to careen to could it a been, barrier. Could it have been the jingle bells in the background? It very well could have been. God, <laughs> jingle bells and Christmas music. I mean, I get it. Someone actually made a post on Twitter the other day asking, "Do you who knows of a song with with sleigh bells in it um, that is not a Christmas song?" And there were some people that that I think thought of something. I think they exist. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. half of um, half of uh, Pet Sounds has sleigh That's bells. True. Yes. There's yes. a couple songs from uh, the band Beulah, who I'm a very big fan of. Mm-hmm. There was a song or three with sleigh bells there. We have used them in exploding pages before. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Exploding Pages is the band that does our intro and outro music. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Still, every time I hear it, just think that we have the best intro music of any podcast in the world. I appreciate it. And I don't know if it, uh, we'll, we'll go off on a little bit of a, a, a slight slant here. But um, originally, that song I had put just as filler music. We were asking Mike to possibly write something for us when I was originally putting the first episode together. Um, which I believe was uh, Dre Day. Two years ago now. It was just the anniversary of two years ago just passed. I I forgot to tell you that. Um, Well, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. Do you know what today is? (laughs) It's our anniversary. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. That would probably be a good song. I'll have to look into it. Anyway, um, so I sent something. I wanted to send something over to Seth. I was very eager to get something over to him to give him an idea of what it was going to sound like. And initially... We did not have any kind of like little chatter in bef- before the uh, theme song. It just came right in. Uh, I had asked Mike, can you throw a couple ideas together? Da, 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 da. So while I was putting it together, I had the idea of having some like conversation because we usually recording beforehand. And <clears throat> I was like, ooh, I want to have like some talking. And I got the idea from Heavyweight. I got oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do like some kind of talking and then theme song and then jumping into the episode. And I was like, well. I got to have something to put in here. We had this song, Steady and Sure, mm. uh, by Exploding Pages, uh, written by Mike. So he did end up taking care of it. Um, where I was like, oh, well, they even talk about like lyric. You know, he even talks about lyrics in this song. So I, I kind of sliced it and diced it and moved stuff around and sent it to you. And you, I think you just called me. You're 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 a phone guy, yeah. kind of like me. I'm like, let's just get this like let's just get this conversation over with. Um, when I have something to say. And I think I sent it to you, and my phone rang, and you were like, man, what's that song? No, I, I remember immediately what I said. It's perfect. I said that immediately there because I heard it, and I was like, well, between my mouth and your ears, you know, when I heard right. that, I was like, that's perfect. That's yeah. absolutely perfect. I was like, and I called you, and I just said, that's perfect. That's what we should, that's what we got to go with. And of using the section without that. the lyrics in the beginning, but using it with, which is exactly how they do in Heavyweight. Mm-hmm. They use a section of uh, a song by the Weaker Thans, where in the beginning there's no lyrics, and at the end you hear um, lyrics. So totally ripped off Heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've but, ever wondered. I mean, one and of the if you've best never listened to Heavyweight, ever. you should, because yes, it is easily one of the best podcasts ever. We don't need to go over any background here for Paul McCartney. No, we you don't. know who he is. You know who the Beatles are. We've done a Beatles episode. This um, has was more records than Guinness. Yeah, this was yeah. recorded during uh, the sessions for Paul for McCartney two. McCartney two, because you know he's got to name all his albums after himself. Largely unforgettable McCartney record. Yeah, really not that good. And this was recorded during that session. Surprise, surprise. Um, originally not, uh, it was released as a single, but not on an album. It wasn't included. It was included as a bonus song on the 2011 reissue of McCartney two, as well as the 1993 reissue of wings album back Mm -hmm. to the egg. Um, a number of people that play in wings, uh, I think were in the music video for this. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, they were it's basically them. We didn't watch the music video for this. No, but I we don't, don't think we really. No, need we don't. To. We don't. We don't need to. It's I them mean, in a pub, and them outside of a pub. They just basically bounced back and forth, yeah. got drunk, and ran around. I mean, there's worse videos, but 
speaking of McCartney too, there is no worse Beatles or there's no worse Beatles or post Beatle adjacent record covers than I'm about to show you McCartney too. <laughs> is that the worst very, cover very you've ever seen? Well, I'll tell you if there's one that's close <laughs> to it, it is the cover for this. Which is just a picture of him with rosy cheeks. It's bad. Where someone just put a Christmas hat, put a Santa hat on I, it. Mark, I got to say, McCartney 2 beats it. It's, I think it's it worse. Bad. I think it's it worse. Is bad. Yeah. It is bad. Um, I will say the one thing that I do respect about this, if you look at the credits, produced by Paul McCartney, written by Paul McCartney, string synthesizer, Paul McCartney, yeah. Mellotron, Paul McCartney, the CS80 keys, Paul McCartney, wow. percussion, drums, bass, Paul McCartney, Vocals, Paul McCartney, and guitars, Paul McCartney. Oh, really? He did, he did everything. Yeah, well, he, he, he went in and, and recorded the whole song. Jingle bells, and <laughs> probably Paul McCartney. And surprise, surprise. Well, percussion. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think you know that that falls under the 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 uh, the the realm of percussion. Um, you know, this song to me sounds like Paul McCartney did everything. It does. Now, it I will say, does. I mean, Paul McCartney is a very serviceable drummer, though there's really not much in the way of drums in this song. If you don't know, the first two songs on the White, White Album, album uh, back in the USSR, which you probably know, back in the USSR or Dear Prudence, the drums on both of these songs are Paul McCartney. Correct. Ringo Starr had left the Beatles, much to many like people's surprise, maybe. A day. He got really, really mad, and he was like, no peace and love, no peace and love, <laughs> and left the studio and told them basically all the fuck off. And uh, the Beatles were like, okay, well, Paul, get on the drums. And y most people would not know it's not fucking Ringo Starr. It's Paul, yeah. I didn't know for ages. I didn't you know? either. It wasn't oh, until, until I got very, very deep into the Beatles. The anthology stuff came out that I found that out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they could have just not had Ringo. <laughs> like, these songs are, the drumming on them is Thank goodness good. he came back. Yeah, of course. I mean, for of real. Yeah. I mean, you need him. He was kind of like the glue holding everything together. He's yes, like, he was. To be very, very um, niche about it, he is very much... The Bob Nastanovich <laughs> from Pavement. He he seems to be the Bob Nastanovich of yeah. uh, the Beatles. Um, so this song was released in 1979. 79. Um, it was it has charted within the top 10 in Austria, Germany, Ireland, Latvia, <laughs> Latvia, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom, as well as the top 20 in Canada, Slovakia, Sweden, and Switzerland. That means it did not hit the top 20 or top 10 in america and this gives me a great sense of pride <laughs> i am very 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 Mark, happy he has purchased a american flag it's going over his bed right as soon as we're done with this <laughs> yes newfound sense of pride in america so you're telling me mark that the rest of the world likes to wallow in shit at the chris at christmas time yeah apparently yeah i mean to the i mean and myself included i i you know i have a little spot down in my heart for the song yeah, um, <clears throat> I guess it did. It says it says here it peaked at number ten um, for two straight weeks on the magazine's special Christmas singles chart, mm -hmm. um, and then um, showed up again in 1996 where it peaked at number 29 um, in the adult contemporary chart. Yeah, um, debuted on the main Billboard Hot 100 chart. In December of 2018 at position number 47 and then peaked number 28 on the week ending January 2, 2021. Kind of so late. This thing will not die. No, it won't. No, it won't. This song Mark. will not fucking go away. It's I mean, it's very much, you know, like a children's song. It, it is, is very I mean, much like a children's song. And what I thought was the most interesting part, did you read? I'm sure you did, that every year he makes over half a million dollars at Christmas time <clears throat> on the royalties of this song. So Forbes said that they think that he makes about $400,000 every year. Mm -hmm. Though there is some speculation that that number is overstated a bit. Now, I, I don't, wouldn't I don't think so. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how this shit works, but um song facts um states that the sound this sounds greatly inflated to us songwriters with current hits tell us their biggest song might pull in ten thousand a year tops now <clears throat> i you know 
we're talking Paul McCartney here, though. which it does say that he he you know he nets somewhere like fifteen million a year from song royalties in the past, and I don't doubt that dollar. By I mean, I, I would yeah. think that it would probably be more than that, considering Elvis and John Lennon crank out way more way more than that every single year, and they're both dead. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not shocked by this at all. Um, and I you know if there's one musician in the world that personally I think deserves it, it's Paul. Well, if there's one person that doesn't need it, it's Paul. That's, that's for true. sure. Yeah. He did re- He did do this song. Uh, a couple things I want to do before we get to the lyrics, because we've got about 18 verses to fucking go through. Oh, no. But luckily, most of them are the same exact fucking thing yeah. over and over again. Um, he did perform this live on Saturday Night Live in 2012. I remember watching it. Which is it. a little weird. No, I remember it so watching late. it. Yeah. But if you're going to be on Saturday Night Live around Christmas time, it just makes sense to do yeah. your cheesy Christmas song. Um uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. Wonderful Christmas Time continues to receive substantial annual festive airplay, although some music critics consider it to be one of McCartney's mediocre compositions, which is probably putting it kindly. Beatles author Robert Rodriguez has written of Wonderful Christmas Time, love it or hate it, few songs with the McCartney over have over <laughs> have provoked such strong reactions yeah i'm and i'm i'm one of those i would i would definitely say that that's the case because i do when the song comes on i often see people that i know reaching for the stereo knob to turn it off yeah i mean that that's a fact so do i have your permission to go forward with lyrics oh, mark yeah i was hoping you would ask we 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 are definitely there all right yeah. so we start with our very cheesy <laughs> You can tell he's very into synthesizers, um, you know, a new world. And then he sings, the mood is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. (laughs) Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. It's it's like can you imagine like a teacher looking at a group of fourth graders and going can you guys describe you know what your christmas eve is going to be like with your family and just just say it in a couple of words <laughs> and this is what popped out from little polly I mean that's really kind of what it what it feels like the mood is right the spirit's up and we're here tonight <laughs> And that's enough. I mean, the, the wording of that's enough. Um, so when you just read the word that's enough, there are two kind of inflections you can get from it. Yeah. One of them is what is probably meant here, which is that's all we need. The other one is like, that's all I can fucking I was just going to say the other one's from drunk <laughs> uncle perspective of. Can I go home now? That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> it's like what your dad yells when you and your brothers are all screaming in the living room. And he's just like poured the last drop of bourbon Would and you? knows that there's no more liquid solace. Would somebody stop the bells? Oh, man. There's you the know, bells. They won't stop. The bells. The bells. It's just <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. It, I, yeah. God, it's it's just so. But I mean, he had reached up. You, you got to look at it to a degree from the perspective perspective of Paul at this time. He's got a lot of kids now. There's a ton of kids running around the house, and you know, how many kids and, does Mecca have? Oh, well, I mean, there was one. There was the one that we all know now from Get Back, um, Linda Eastman's uh, mm-hmm. son from a previous or daughter from a previous relationship, who he essentially took in as his own child eventually. Um, and then you have um, you have. Uh, um, you know Stella, and then he had a boy. So I think he had like a total of, including the from the prior, um, probably I don't know four, five, maybe four That's or good five. Enough. And then he had that one with. I the, don't mean a grillia. Oh yeah, no, no, this the, ain't the Spanish Inquisition. He had the Spanish Inquisition. The, he also had the one with that woman with the one leg. Do you remember mm, that? No, yeah, he after Linda died, he briefly married. Um, a woman, uh, I can't remember her name. She was really pretty, but she only had one leg and he had a, he had a child with her as well. Okay. But he was like in his fifties or sixties, I think like his sixties by that time. So good for him. Yeah. Exactly. Tons of kids. Yeah. Uh, the mood is right. Um, I, you know, 
again, I think that the problem with this song is just the simplicity is makes me feel deafeningly angry. <laughs> but you and I both have to agree that sometimes simplicity is one of the most essential aspects of songwriting. And I will say that I think I notice it a lot in, in holiday music yeah. because, well, yeah. you know, first off, you can just shell them out and make a ton of money because as soon as people hear the word Christmas in the song, uh, you know, it's, I, I think here's what I think it is, is that the holidays are about emotions, Yeah, you know, and like at the end of the day, whether you're doing like, you know, they're about mood, Mark. baby, please come home or what it's, it all breaks down to, you know, we're so lucky. I, it's all a I very, want for Christmas is you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mean, it's it's, it's pretty basic. Yeah. Really breaking it down. There's yeah. a song for you. Yeah. Um, the mood is right. The spirit is up. Um, now, I would be remiss if I did not mention <clears throat> a very popular meme that has been going around um, based, that is uh, based off of this song. You've got my interest up. And uh, the interests up. Uh, now, this was posted <laughs> <The meme is laughs> right. uh, in the Lyrics to Go podcast Facebook, which we never talk about, um, by Tim Black. Um, and it is one of the one of the things that gave me the idea for doing this song in the first place that mentions this lyric. And it says, Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time is about friends practicing witchcraft. <laughs> but then someone walks in and they have to suddenly play it cool. The moon is right. Now they in the lyrics here it says the moon is right, but we know here that it's, it's the, the mood mood is right. Is right. Yeah, but I mean, still, moon makes it a little better. But still, the spirits the up moon lends itself to the. We're moon. here tonight, and that's enough. And then somebody walks in, and then they just start barking, <laughs> simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Like, oh, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you, mind, don't mind all the fox blood. Didn't know you were coming. <laughs> don't mind all the goat's blood everywhere. <laughs> that's not a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, that's just the, like the color that's red. That's the roast beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the spirits up. We're here tonight, and that's enough. What else do you want from me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? And then basically shoving it down your throat that we're <laughs> simply having. I get a lot of Clark Griswold vibes. From there vibes are from tons <laughs> of Christmas vacations. Yeah. If this, why wasn't this in the movie? It would have fit so perfectly. It really <laughs> it would, would have. It would have. Yeah. Um, for the genie sanitation of simply having a wonderful Christmas time, it says a self-reference an assertion of his usual straightforward style of lyricism. He is having a wonderful Christmas, plain and simple. Assertion. 13 people like this. Assertion. This is a beating. This is not <laughs> yes. an assertion. This is indoctrination. Yeah, for this, this is... four minutes of you hearing over and over again. Simply having <laughs> yeah. a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. Um, after that, we get the... Uh, the second verse. Well, we, you, you do. You, we are just taking the time now to acknowledge that we do go through simply having a wonderful Christmas time twice. Yes. And then. Yeah. And then the party's on. The feelings here. That only comes. This time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having. <laughs> A wonderful Christmas. Guys, we're going through all of them. Can okay. you, I mean, couldn't he have just written something else in the chorus? I, yeah, he could have. I mean, he's Paul McCartney, man. He is kind of, he is a bit of a poet. He could have come up with something. Yeah, just a Clearly little he's bit. Clearly not anymore. No, well, I mean, this is this is post-Beatles. This is post-Band on the Run. I mean, mailing all it the in. ones that, yeah, this is mailing it in. The party's on the feelings here that only comes this time of year does lend itself to that witchcraft this idea. Is, this is his, isn't this his heyday of just coming up with character names like Captain Toolsby. Uncle <laughs> Uncle Robert. Uncle, you know. Yeah. Um, Brigadier Maloon. Couldn't he just like make <laughs> someone up? Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. Christmas Rodney. <laughs> Christmas Rodney. <laughs> the fabled Christmas Rodney. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas Rodney. Oh, Christmas Rodney showed up again with his, oh, with my his God. festive Yuletide spatoon. I want to. With <laughs> For the rest of my life, I want to remember Christmas Rodney. If there's any, if there's any memory I can hold on to, Brigadier Maloon and Christmas Rodney coming down the pike. <laughs> Episode one ninety or two something or however. Yeah, many. we just bust out of Christmas. Yeah, Rodney birthed reference. Christmas Rodney. Um. Yeah. So you know, then we've got this. 
you know, the, the party is on. <laughs> and the feelings here that only comes this sorry, time I'm of sorry. year. It's okay. It's okay. Rodney's Gather here yourself. for the party. <laughs> yes. Rodney. Christmas Rodney's here for the party. <laughs> the feelings here. Yeah, that only comes this time of year. And I mean, I guess like I guess, you know, <clears throat> being in a transplant town like we are. Oh yeah. Um I well, guess you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. from from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Um this is, I guess, kind of a feeling that we only get this time of year in so much as that this is the time that people come back home. Yeah. And and you see people and people are out having a wonderful Christmas time. I You're guess. either leaving or people are showing up. Right. Yeah. A lot of that. I mean, this is the place for that. Um, and but I mean, like, I, I don't know exactly the feeling that he's talking about that that is coming once a year if it's. I, I am always kind of bummed out that people kind of select certain times that we are supposed to feel joy or to give. Are you? Yeah. Because I it, am not. Okay. I am not. Go ahead. Please continue with what you're saying, but then I'll get to what I want to say. Yeah. I, so, I, I mean, and I, I don't want to like kind of preemptively like bomb your town, but <laughs> I mean, I do understand that... <laughs> In order to have darkness, we have to have light Mm -hmm. and that, you know, for if we were always constantly giving to each other, um, you know, would we ever know what it was like to not have giving? Um, But I mean, like, for the love of God, man, like, you know, it's kind of the same thing with New Year's Eve where people are like, well, I got four more months until I have to make my New Year's Eve, (laughs) you know, my resolutions and I have to decide that I'm going to change. It's like. Just change now. I and it's like, well, I want to give someone something. It's like, well, just give it to them now. There's no reason to wait two months or four months or eight months. I had a good discussion with Joe and Jesse Latchett from Graveyard Sh- Shift Screen oh, Printing love about that exact. Are thing. you kidding me? What you're talking about? If you see something out there in the store and you think of someone at any time of year, grab it for them. If you see something, say something. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, I believe, I'm, I'm a big believer in um, that there are certain times of the year that we stop and reflect on certain things whether they be you know um, springtime and you reflect on you know all of a sudden we <clears throat> there's a like a rebirth in the air and that should be acknowledged whether you're a Christian and it's Easter or whether you're you know it's it's a Pesach for a for or Passover for the for the Jewish people or whatever you know um, that there are certain times of the year that you know you would huddle in your house together with your family because it's too damn baby it's cold outside. I am I, I'm 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 a little bit of a believer in those specific times of the year that we do that we should stop to acknowledge things. I think it's healthy and good. Okay, I think it's, it builds a sense of community. You know, it's it's healthy for families. I just wish that we always had that. I think I, it would be I do very get where nice. you're coming from. You know, it's like I don't want anybody coming over to my house unannounced. Like I just I don't really uh, I don't enjoy that misanthropic viewpoint of I don't want people coming over unannounced. And <clears throat> I will say it's it's kind of the one thing about technology that bums me out. Now you and I are old fogies, mm-hmm. so we remember the time of answering the phone and not knowing who's on the other and end, and being excited when the phone rang and having to say hello. That's gone because we didn't know, or ahoy, ahoy, mm-hmm. as uh, Mr. Alexander Graham Bell initially wanted, and Mr. The Burns phone to be answered. Ahoy, ahoy. Um, you know, you had to say hello because you did not know who was there. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone knocked on the door, you, you know, had to go up and, and open it. There was a time I very wonderfully remember a time in my youth when somebody knocked on our door and all six kids ran to the door in excitement to see who it could be. And it was a wonderful thing. rose with a clatter. And now in a rose, we all arose. There was a, there was a clatter. There was a six part clatter. It was harmonic. Um, but now these days, somebody knocks on the door and we duck under the covers. You know, it's, yeah. it's a different thing. It's, it really and it's, is. And it's a bummer. And I and I that's why I, I wish, you know, it seems like this is the one time of year where people are like a little more relenting on someone knocking on their door or having to, quote unquote, deal with people. And, 
you know, I, you know, after the hurricane, I stopped by Joe and Jesse's unannounced. Mm-hmm. I stopped by your house, but you unfortunately weren't home. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved um, to have that. Had stopped by a couple different people's houses just to kind of check in on them. And it felt very good. Doesn't it? It feels really good to just be like, I was around and thought of you. Yeah. And it's very easy now to just think of people and throw something on their Facebook or whatever. And it don't get me wrong, please. It's still... I'm always amazed when anybody thinks of me. Any kind of an acknowledgement is good. But man, when someone like takes the time out to like travel to your house and just be like, hey, what's up? How are you? I don't know. I I think it's a drag that that has become something that we uh, that we hate. Now it's an athlete. Uh, yeah, now it's, it's just something like a that giant puts pain. a agita on somebody or some sort of tension in their lives if you come and knock on their door. Yeah, it's it, that is kind of it's it's different. It's a different world. It is. But let's world. write about it, McCartney. Um, <clears throat> so then we get what may be the most useless bridge of all time. Yeah. The choir of children sing their song, and then we get the little keyboard thing, and then the lyrics. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. And then a couple of oohs. um, And then we get do, 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 do. And then a weird fucking keyboard thing. What's happening? No. Well, can we take a second? Can I take a second to say that from the minute this damn song starts, there is this little high-pitched squeaky drone oh, yeah. that comes through the whole <laughs> you for, damn thing. Thank you for bringing that up. That yeah. does not lend itself to pleasant listening. <laughs> it does not. It just goes... And, ladies and gentlemen, this is from whole a guy thing. who was in a pipe and drum corps. <laughs> <laughs> the, home, the home of the drone. <laughs> but that, Mark, that's supposed to be in 440. It's supposed to be in A the whole way through. This is not. Well, this, this is, is not. So this is. I do you know this that like babies, it is. It is said that babies and like kittens and whatnot, that they cry in. They happen to cry in this certain frequency okay. that is like very that like tricks like trips us to be like what the hell is going it's on. It's like some sort so of Japanese go, car horn frequency. So, <laughs> so we so we know to be like. Please stop whatever that is so we can, like, go and help the baby. Feed me or whatever. This is, like, yeah. in the same frequency. It, it's like it is. the emergency human frequency where it's like, and you're, like, you're waiting for the, the government tone to come in. <laughs> Natural like disaster. Is a fucking hurricane coming? <laughs> sounds like a silver alert. It's like, has someone been abducted or is this just simply having a wonderful Christmas? And it's time? through the whole thing. It yeah. really kind of is. Yeah, it's just it's right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we get our little do do doos, um, and then this weird—I don't know what the keyboard is—but did, did we go over the the choir of children? Oh yeah, I just sing. sang that. Oh, you did. Okay, I'm sorry. Where in the hell have you been? I've been. Well, I've been trying to. I've been thinking about. I've had. I've had this drone in my ear, Mark. It's just <laughs> it didn't leave. I'm sorry. Give it's, me a break. It's okay. Yeah. yeah so we go through. Yeah, the, and we went through okay. the ding dong, ding dong, and yeah. the doo 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 doo. Um, and there's and a, there's an audible finger snap in the background. Yeah, as if you're gonna percussion. You're gonna <laughs> boogie on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as if this is uh, some kind of rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, which it most certainly is not. Not no. Uh, then we get another chorus. Yeah. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Shocker. Hey, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Now, I will say, like, by this time, it's, you know, um, what is that they say? The lady doth protest too much. I think thou doth. Pro- that's that's a that's a Shakespeare. Yes. That's a Shakespeare rev- uh, uh, reference in 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 saying I remember I remember when my father said that at the dinner table one night and we all sat there looking to looking at him going, what does that mean? And my mother explained to us it means that when some it's 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 a reference to an old Shakespeare play where someone when they protest too much, obviously is trying to put a show on in the reality that the the guilt is theirs, whatever that they're speaking about. Go ahead, Mark. Give us an accurate uh, definition. Yeah. uh, The lady doth protest too much, methinks, is a quote from Hamlet. Hamlet. Um, Yeah. And yeah, exactly that. When someone brings it up over and over and over again, you start going, you 
you're starting to sound a little guilty. <laughs> In the mar- modern parlance, it's along the lines of um, sort of a he who first dealt it, smelt it, dealt it <laughs> kind of if he if the first one that brings it up is the one that actually did it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Seth. Yeah. yeah it's kind <laughs> of like a he who smelt it, dealt it. It kind of um, is. I mean, but I would counter that with he who made the rhyme did the crime. That's <laughs> Which is an age-old comeback. Another fifth-grade euphemism. Yes, exactly. Um, But yeah, so it's really going back to elementary school in this episode, aren't we? And you have to. I guess so. Because these lyrics could have been written by a five-year-old Macca. This this very well could have been written by by a a pre-art school Paul. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, Then we get to the third and possibly most alarming uh, verse. It's, It's a little strange. Yes. It's more than a little strange. The word is out about the town to lift a glass. Ah, and don't look down. I, I do have to say that when I first read this one, when I was going over this, is like, what, what is this? And I'm sorry for inadvertently <laughs> slamming into the microphone. Yeah. What? I'm you, like, what? Yeah, um, you, you had a fervor about you. Yeah, what? I was a little it's it's kind of it's kind of concerning in a weird way. Yeah, that's it what is. I'm saying. Uh, 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 so yeah, let's, I mean, let's go back over this verse real quick. The word is out about the town. Now, again, there's kind of two ways to look at the line. <laughs> there is. Yes. About the town. One is, oh, it's out on the town. The, the word is out uh, on the town. Like the whole town's talking about mm-hmm. it. The other way is. <clears throat> There's some news about the town. Yeah. And the word is out. It's 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 out on the grapevine. And As if, if Marvin Gaye told us anything, the grapevine is never good. No. No. Unless it's the California raisins. Well, I mean, you know. It ain't good. No, it's not. <laughs> um, and uh, to lift a glass. Ah. We get the little ah. <laughs> and don't look down. <laughs> what the hell is that? I... Uh, I, I don't know, but I have some theories. Please. I really I would do. Oh, my God. I love like, a theory. Okay. Well, my first theory, and this might be the most obvious, is to lift a glass and don't look down. Like, as if we're all toasting together, uh, you're looking down as if to be, like, insincere about the toast. You know? That, that's, sounds, that sounds like a genius stretch. It, it, I, I'm not saying that they're perfect, That sounds Mark. like something I'd read... Saying. In a genius annotation. That's my, I mean, that's my, I mean, and, and I agree. It's not, but I mean, we got a little to work with here, man. The only I thing mean, I can think of is that at this point, the town is floating. <laughs> <laughs> and that we, you know, maybe that, or or maybe that the people are floating and don't realize it. Maybe they're astride the brooms on the witch's coven. And hey, don't exactly. look down. It's scary up here. That's a genius stretch, Mark. Yeah. That's a, that's well, sorry. But, is, but, but we got nothing to work with, Mark. I mean, shit. It's true. You know? It's true. Yeah. Um, so then we have... So, yeah, I don't know what the hell this is. To lift I, a glass and don't look down. And the word is out about the town. Now, who are these English yokels getting the word out about what exactly? It, well, and that's the other thing I mean, is we don't know what the word is about because all we've been talking about is how, like... Yeah. And no... Here's the other thing. This is not a song about exquisite joy. This song is about just getting by. It's supposed to be like, simple. <laughs> all the lyrics are like, that's enough. We're all here. It's pretty good. Yep, not so hey, bad. the kids are singing their song. Moods up. Ding dong, ding, ding dong. dong. A lot of ding dongs. Everything's good. You know, simply having a wonderful, like, wonderful is the strongest word that's used in here. You're saying that there's not an extreme ex- enthusiasm here. It's yeah, just, it, 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 this is like baseline. This is flat. This should, this song should be called Flat Affect Christmas. <laughs> this, it this is a, just like. This song should be called Christmas Malaise. The, the, <laughs> the positive words used in the song, the mood is right. The spirit's up. up. We're here tonight. That's. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> like it's not. Eh. I'm not so excited about having mm. us all together. It's enough. The party's on. Your minor kerchief. The feelings here. I in my cap. That only comes this time of year. Yeah. The choir of children sing their song. Simply, 
wonderful is like the wonderful the the one thing that we say then the word is out about the town i, it, I can't and it's like what is the is the word that everyone's fucking bummed i don't i i can you just imagine <laughs> going to linda there's a consensus among the locals <laughs> they've all reached an agreement yeah, uh, I mean, it's it sounds like glass. someone trying to convince people that things are good. Yeah, and they know they can't. Oh, that... oh, you might have got you might have caught on something, Mark. We're looking at early '80s England, which uh-huh. is a pretty damn depressing time in England. Yeah, I mean, it is. It kind of yeah. is. I mean, you know. Um, so maybe well, that's it. Maybe, and I mean, again, this this remind this this calls to mind sort of maybe what would be the general feeling in the household of the Griswolds. <laughs> Uh, during uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where he says, we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest <laughs> Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. <laughs> um, where, you know, maybe everyone's... The peak of that movie. Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, that, that whole speech is great. Um, so then we have... whistling zippity-doo-die out our assholes. <laughs> <laughs> then we, surprise, surprise, again, have a... Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. God, I, Mark, just from Simply that last one, we might have dug on a something. Christmas it is. Time. It's a stretch. I'm sitting here saying maybe this could be the Yuletide letter to Thatcher that he wrote, you know, as a result <laughs> of all the austerity at the time. God, it's so weird. This is such. This is very weird. The choir of children sing their song. They practiced all year long. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Can you see him with like with like faux Meg Ryan buck teeth going? Oh, choir of children sing. And the second time he mentioned, he doesn't mention the first time that they practiced all year long. So now, and and by the way, no fucking children's choir practices all year long to sing a christmas song. no 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 take it from someone who is in band and you practice two months maybe three months beforehand take it from somebody that was in church choir for the better portion of his young life you might start practicing a weekend of december yeah i yeah. mean that's the truth um and then you know the other thing i should i should mention that i can't stand about this song <clears throat> is the like the echo or the the reverb that's used that's like like it just like jumps back and forth but it's not in time <laughs> god i you know i've never been a big effects guy i know that there's a time and a place and i like plenty of music with effects on stuff but Phil Specker. someone needed to fucking rain paul in a little bit here someone <laughs> needed to go in with and this be box. like yeah someone needed to like when he was like he's like this is song I just did. It's about Christmas time. <laughs> and put it on and they go, oh, Paul. Oh, boy. <laughs> Buddy, I know you're the one that was in the Beatles, but this Mark, shit's wildly out of sync. Which begs the question, are you going to be the guy to walk up on to Paul McCartney and say, shelve it, Paul? I mean, are you <laughs> well, going to be the I one? I think Linda could have. Linda, think oh, yeah, she could have. But I, I, don't. I could even see one of her children, one of his children coming in and being like, Papa. What was that racket going on? What was it binging back and forth for our time? Daddy, what's that shit? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why are those kids singing ding dong? <laughs> uh, the party's up. The spirit. I'm sorry. The party's on. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who in the hell am I? You're lost. <laughs> the party's lost. on. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Oh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Now he just lets loose. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Then we get another simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Then we get some like then, some general. Yeah, what? We get some general like noise and like party time. It, he almost goes like John K. John Cage or John Cale or Lou Reed on us and just starts throwing in some like weird fucking noises a la you know i mean what i don't know i mean or brian eno kind of what the fuck's going on it's just some weird noise the longer this song goes we're now at the three minute mark yeah the longer this song goes the more he's just like i don't fucking know man (laughs) i'll just like record and like he doesn't mention recording it like everybody you know he is the only person listed doing anything on here so i like to pretend that this little party sound scene and I'll 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 leave a little space here. 
Okay, so that's the sound of like a little, a little get to, the little get together that he's. It at. is because there's like vocals in the background. Well, and you at hear like people talk, like people kind of clamoring, and you know, like and it's you also some hear kind of a, get together. Oh, it's almost all. It is. It's not almost. It's off key. Where yeah. he's like going, oh, 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 in the background. It's it. You're right. It's he's gotten he's gotten to the point where he doesn't give a fuck anymore. There's some clapping. Somebody ordered this. It sounds like a real fucking bad party. And they were like, we need four full minutes, Paul. Give us four full minutes of Yuletide. Eh. You know, <laughs> some, some of the most beigeous music you can do. We want this song to sound like British food tastes. We just want it to be. It's just drab and so-so as possible. And he was like, I'll go just the thing. I'll just fucking talk about how simple our time is and how wonderful it is. Can you give us four minutes of unseasoned beans on toast? Can... <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of settles down and then the mood is right. The spirit's up again. We're here tonight. Oh, and that's enough. <laughs> and then you hear him kind of like talking over himself. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Hey, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The little claps come in. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having. I mean, simply. Now, at this point, I think we can all can agree it, that he has gone insane. Can it <laughs> get point, any more as simple? At this point, he's just repeating himself ad infinitum. Right. And uh, there is no end. It probably just kind of teeters off. Well, there, it, 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 you're right. It teeters off with more. Christmas time. Christmas. Well, hey, man, there's a cherry right on top of the Sunday. In case it's, you're still unsure, some more of that when weird out of sync. What period keyboard. of the year you're supposed to listen to this song? Christmas. Sleigh time. bells go off into the distance. And, and that drone is still there. <laughs> a, a fictionalized Paul McCartney <laughs> walks out into the snow with a bottle of gin and never returns <laughs> and freezes to death. Similar to uh, jumps Jack into Nicholson's a, character. Jumps into some in little the English Creek. <laughs> he just, you know. Just floats downstream, frozen. He's like, he just walks up to the walks up to the water, chisels out a hole in the water in the ice, and just no. lets him eases himself down into breaks it. Breaks the bottle, uses the shards of the bottle to, to chisel the, 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 right. the ice. Yes, That's exactly. It. That's and then, it. And then <laughs> lowers himself slowly into the ice water. <laughs> nary a, a chatter of teeth. Just lowers his body and walks along the bottom of the ocean until he dies. <laughs> Simply having Simply a wonderful Christmas. All to time. the sound of a mosquito next to your ear. <laughs> all to the sound of tinnitus. Oh my Christ. Oh man. Oh, I'm, so, a, I'm so happy. Oh man. Uh, it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over, Mark. It is finally over. Uh, someone said this is one of my favorite Christmas carols. I'm sure somebody uh, did. It's not a carol. And it's not a carol. Yeah, so. I was just going to say. Um, um, someone said John Fogel sang joked that the song sounds like two Casios fucking, which is absolutely <laughs> genius and is, uh, some of the, co some of the comments on song facts are amazing. Uh, Mike from Santa Barbara says Paul McCartney plays the synthesizer like a kid playing with a toy for the first time and the lyrics repeat endlessly. In spite of that, the song is infectious. I liked it anyway. I'm never going to forget two things from this episode. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Rodney, Rodney and two Casios. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, love the, I love this too. This is Trisha from Rockville Center, New York. Thank you. I love the beginning of this song. The bonk bonk. The bonk bonk. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That it, it makes does you have feel a bonk. real that's happy. Right. Well, yeah. it doesn't make me feel fucking happy. The bonk bonk. That's bonk bonk. Yeah, that's that's this song. Um, I like Paul McCartney, but this song is repulsive. Probably one of the worst holiday songs ever recorded. Well, Mark from Los Angeles, I agree with you. A couple people get kind of mad at him and say, "I uh, this has never been one of my favorites, but I wouldn't put it as blunt as Mark." Yeah, show Sir Paul some respect. No. I won't. Well, I'm sorry. If he was uh, in the room right now, I would have to stop and say, "Hey, we're 
we're kind of going over some shit you wrote, <laughs> you know, in a, in a, as, uh, as just a, you know, a, a, a silly way of saying it, but then eventually, you know, I have to let him know that it's some shit he wrote, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, if, if <laughs> I put this next to happy Christmas, the war is, war is over. Oh, now, now, now we're, we, we differ on this. Uh, yes, we, we do. We now do. this is definitely a more festive Christmas song, but a better song overall that is about Christmas. What? The, the, you're saying that happy the happy Christmas the war is over yes. is a better song. Yeah, absolutely. I disagree. Far and away, I disagree. Um, I, I I want to turn that song off when I hear it. Why? I, I do not. I because Yoko. It's. It, I mean, a big big part of it. I'm not going to lie. Is a, a merry merry Christmas. Oh yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't want to hear that, dude. I just it never. Don't. It never really. For whatever reason, it never bothered me much. Um, this song, uh, the synthesizer used at least for parts of it, is a Prophet Five, which was also used on Kim Carnes's Betty Davis Eyes and the Doobie Brothers. Mm. What a fool believes. Which is, Mark and I discussed doing a podcast where we talk about you know lyrics that you find out that are that turn out to be shockingly good. I have heard full believes my entire life having family members that are Michael an uncle that sounds when he sings exactly like Michael McDonald mm. that uh you know family that that think that just the Doobie brothers are the greatest thing in the world and me being turned off for them for the years and then one day I sat down and read the lyrics just what an unbelievably great song. Mm. It's just it's, what a great song. Um and that's it. And that's that. Yeah. Uh, Creep Factor. Is it, <laughs> I think we can both. Well, <laughs> you're going to want to put one on it. I, I was going to say, I mean, can we just both agree to give it a 0, 0.0? But, yes. Well, the problem is, is don't look down. Don't look. I've got to give it. I've got to at least give it a three. A, a three total? Don't, three. Don't look down. Three overall. I thought you were going to say a zero point three. No, I mean because there's I, no no creep, and this is not a sexual creep factor necessarily. Yeah, okay, I get but it. It's I definitely get it. creepy, right? Like that that third verse kind of takes you a little bit for a spin. It's All like, right. you know, oh, and by, by the way, surprise, surprise, don't look down. Uh, I don't know. Makes me feel a little weird. I, I, I just because of that, I'm going to give it a zero point five because okay. it still is overall a very. I mean, it's for, I, I hear it and I think, oh, this is just dumb, goofy, silly. It's a children's song. Right. It's harmless. It's just it's it's supposed to be innocuous, even though that drone in the background can be painful. But I mean, it's supposed to be. So I'm give it, I'll give it a zero point five. I wonder this. I know we don't have a huge listenership. Okay, I know that, but I wonder if we have anybody out there who is who has or would be willing to keep track of the creep factors that we give songs and give us an average. So there I gave this a three point whatever it was, three point five, and you gave it a zero point three. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would be curious to know what the average is there, because I know some of them you've given a little higher. I've, I've given, given a them bit higher lower, when they probably shouldn't have been. And vice yeah. versa. I, I would be curious to know what is the highest creep factor song we have averaged out. And I mean with our guests, I guess you'd have to yeah. count them you know, add them in whenever they were there. Right. But we'd still get that, you know, that average. But right. uh if anyone here ever has that time and would be willing to do it, I'd be very curious. Go to back know, through every episode to see if um, to see if uh, Broad Stewart still holds the title for creepiest song. But well, there's been others. There have been others. There's been that that one the, the about the guys with the car and you have you in my car. I've I've forgotten it already. But the the four guys from Nashville. Yeah, well, there's been a couple other oh, ones that, was that have just, been. That was I can't remember the name of it. It was a rock band. Seth, <clears throat> really bad video. Time to ugh, time to get the song off of me and to take a shower. Okay. And next week we're gonna do a song that sounds like a good party song for New Year's Eve, wouldn't you say? I would say that this is it's a it's a good. We've come back to um, Dexy's Midnight Runners, uh, born in the USA territory of. It's a good song. Man. It is, and and song. they are. This is uh, you know. I almost feel like we should have a different name for these episodes. Like, yeah. You know, we no. got stinkers and we got clinkers or yeah. something like that, where <laughs> this is a stinker. But this next one, it makes me want to clink your glasses because yeah. uh, it's it's actually really good. Um, I was to be honest with you, because I'm I play in bands so much. Um, you know, I, I'm not someone who necessarily cares about lyrics a whole lot, which is funny to say um, doing this podcast. Uh, but I know a bunch of lyrics. And I've known about the lyrics for this song forever, and I think I automatically assumed everyone else did. 
Um, however, S- Lee, mm-hmm. co-host of the No Nonsense Trivia podcast, <clears throat> mm-hmm. coming up on a very large number of downloads. Very excited about. Wow. Um, are you going to share that with me, or is that for the? Is that I don't. For no, no. I don't know if this is my place to share it. Okay. All right. I yeah. don't know. Lee likes to keep some stuff kind of. I understand. Under wraps. Right. So I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it quiet for well, now. You want to celebrate that there, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah. um, but I'm very very proud, obviously, of that podcast and and the many many things we have done, wrapping up another year of it. Um, he brought it up to me, and I was like, <clears throat> Yeah, it's definitely got a. It's definitely got like a purpose that a lot of people probably get if you listen to it. The next day, um, a listener of ours, um, I can't remember who it is that brought it up. T-A-D art. Yeah. uh, Terry Lynn. Now, to be honest with you, I've met her in person before. I don't know if I've ever said her name out loud, Um, but I think it's Terry Lynn or Tara Lynn. Mm -hmm. T-E-R-I-L-Y-N. Forgive a mispronunciation if that happens. Um said hey you guys should do heya by outcast mm-hmm. um because my i think her son or her husband had just told her she had commented to her son what yeah. what it's about and then someone commented and said what's it about and i was like well fuck it yeah <laughs> we've got to do this song so we're going to and dig and and it was brought up to me in a completely separate oh, jesus incident at the, i mean not incident but from a, a completely separate person at approximately the same time. Well, Eric, damn. Eric brought it up to me. So there, I think that's kismet, Mark. I think that yeah. means that we got to do this. Now, this is outcast, <clears throat> but for all intents and purposes, it is Andre three stacks. It is Andre 3000. I'm going to call. I got to call real quick before we go any further. I got to call out. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's actually kind of an impressive thing. Uh, 20 years ago. Um, I was at CD Warehouse at one of, I mean, it might have been, you know, it was towards the back, it was the back nine of Anchorite 4, the band that Mark was in for quite a few years here, one of his rather successful, at least locally band, I mean, people did pay attention to them else, elsewhere, but I was standing there and uh, it was, they were, it, bands were changing spots, they were moving drums out of the way, moving amps over, and somebody in CD Warehouse, long gone, uh, put on Hey Ya, and it was not long after it came out. And Mike Cosden walked up to me and said, I think this could be our generation's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Wow. And I said to him, I, I, he probably doesn't remember it, but I remember him saying that, and I thought to him at the time, I don't think that's accurate because Smells Like Teen Spirit was a sea change. I mean, that, there's, there is, there, it's almost like um, A.D., and BC and, and, and AD, you know, after death, Anno Domino, and before Christ. It's it's almost like that. There's before Smells Like Teen Spirit and after Smells Like Teen Spirit. Right. However, um, I, I do believe, now that I'm thinking about it, that Mike recognized something important in that song at the time that I probably did not. 20 years on, 22, 23 years on, we're still singing that damn song. You hear it ever. You still hear it all over the place. Well, that's absolutely true um and we will get into what this song means and i guess i guess it did what it's talking about in the song i don't want to go too into it yeah go listen to heya it's a great fucking song it's a lot of fun to listen to and it may surprise you i guess it may surprise you it, I, I, it should the best way for um anyone out there to learn about something new is word of mouth is finding out from someone else and if you could do us a favor and go out there and tell somebody about those two guys that kind of go over lyrics and talk about lyrics whether there's something that you paid attention to in the past or not if you if you, you know a friend or know someone that is into music and into lyrics poetry art in any way Talk to them about this podcast. Tell them to check it out. Give it a few minutes and go on our Facebook page or our uh, Instagram page and talk about. Tell them about Seth and Mark. The only thing that we want for Christmas from you guys is one of two things or both of them. Let someone know about this, especially if they like lyrics, especially if they post anything on lyrics um, on Facebook. If you're in any music groups or whatever, or if you see any of these songs mentioned, spread the word. The other thing is. Leave us a review. Let people know what you think of the podcast. Even if it's bad, maybe they'll be like, yeah. it can't be that bad. And they'll come here and be like, it's so bad I'm going to listen to it. Or I actually like it and I'm going to listen to it. Let's but either hope. way, we win. Have a Merry Christmas time. 
Yes. Mark. Whatever it is you celebrate, have thank you. Have a beautiful flipping holiday season. You do the same, and my friend. Here on this wonderful, beautiful, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but we were recording this on Christmas Eve. We did. Spend time with your loved ones. Hug them tight. The mood is up. The party's we, right. Hey, we, please yes, save we, we one for Christmas, time. Rodney. <laughs> yes, I hope. Yeah. Please make sure you leave Bud Light Lime. <laughs> And and oh, or uh, and hard hard shell tacos <laughs> for Christmas, Rodney, as he will surely be coming bursting through your front door at around four o'clock in the morning. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back uh, next Monday with more lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>